What's good, podcast listeners? This is Justin. Uh, this week, we're going to chat through temperature. So I recently posted that about 80 degrees is an optimal temperature for mealworms and superworms to reproduce as efficiently as possible, grow as efficiently as possible. And I just want to chat through what that what that entails, what the pros and cons are of being at that temperature, uh, and, the, and the minutia and context around that. So in my farm, personally, I actually try to keep things around 77 degrees. The reason for that, I live in central Missouri, so that's where the farm is located, and we could have days, even in the middle of winter, where that temperature can get up to you know, 60, 70 degrees outside uh, on a crazy day. And so within the mealworm farm, I want to have a little bit of variance just to account for maybe spikes in temperature, uh, if it gets super cold, for example, um, just things that can happen. Uh, and a couple things that have happened actually uh, over the past summer, my AC unit went out. And so uh, my AC unit went out, I had to get a new one, and I had a little bit of wiggle room because my temp was at 76, 77. The outside temperature hadn't gotten real hot yet in the morning when I went out and found this. And so I had some time because of those degrees of not being at 80 already. Uh, I had some time to get that new AC unit window unit put in. Um, so within the farm that I have right now, I keep that at 77. Uh, the other reason for that, um, to, to keep it a little bit below uh, the optimal temperature, um, is within the bins themselves. Each individual bin can actually have a different temperature depending on the, the volume of mealworms or beetles or superworms that you've got in that tray. Because as those worms are rubbing up against each other, they're creating friction. Friction creates heat. So if you ever take your hand and put it into a bin... Um, of, of mealworms or superworms, and it's hot to you, they are cooking, because that means it's hotter than your, than your body temperature, right, which should be around 98 degrees-ish, depending on how you run. Um, so you, you want to make sure that when you're thinking about the temperature, how, uh, how to set it for your farm, take into account any fluctuations you might need to deal with. Uh, that's why I run a little bit low, uh, because in some of those bins, you know, you might have beetles that suddenly produce really great, lay a boatload of eggs all during the, the cycle that you've got them laying, and there's a lot more in that one tray for some reason. Uh, so you just want to account for that. Uh, the other thing is, depending on how you've got your farm set up, um, like a, in my farm, for example, I've got trays going from floor to ceiling. The floor is going to be a little cooler. The ceiling's going to be a little hotter. Heat rises, right? So if you keep the room at 77, uh, that's what I do, I uh, mentioned that, uh, keep that at 77, and actually have fans that just circulate that air around to try to move that, that heat, uh, keep the temperatures as stable as possible throughout the room, uh, but you want to take that into account. So if it's 77 right, right in the middle of the room, it might be 79, 80 at the top of the room, depending on how your air is moving around, and if you've got a bin that's heavily loaded up high, that thing can overheat and you're going to start seeing die off. Um, one of the really good things to do from a temperature perspective uh, is grab a, a laser temp gun. Uh, they're not too expensive. Grab them from like a Harbor Freight, uh, Walmart, somewhere that, that um, has them on, on the cheap because they're not, they're not uh, super complicated uh, and you don't need a pricey one to get a good accurate read. Uh, so grab a, a, an economic one. Um, and what I do is I'll move some of the, the substrate and frass and worms out of the way um, and, and point that laser temp right in the middle of that bin just to see where the temp's at. Because the outside, on the outside rim of your trays, is where it's going to be the coolest. 
Um, more often than not, again, totally depends on volume. If they're all bunched up on one side, that's actually probably going to create an, a hot zone. Uh, but with right ambient temperature, they'll regulate, right? So they'll move around. If they get too hot, they'll move somewhere else. Um, but within the bin itself, usually the center is really the, the hottest part of that bin. And so I'll, every now and then I'll go through and just temp, uh, temp sensor those middle uh, areas to see what the temperature is in those bins. And what I'll find is all of a sudden, like I mentioned earlier, you'll have a, a bin that's just producing, for whatever reason, has a ton of mealworms in it. That's going to run a bit hotter. I'll take that tray and put it on the bottom uh, because that's where the, the air temperature is going to be coolest. So um, one thing to just one thing to keep in mind, uh, check those bins every now and then. Um, and again, you know, running a little low on what the optimal temperature is gives you a bit of a buffer in case there's any problems. If there's sudden, you know, an overheat for some reason, AC is not working or just the temp inside the, the tray builds up. Uh, a lot of folks will use one of those Rubbermaid tote drawer systems um, and could be humming along just fine. You're using it for a year and then for whatever reason you have a boost in production and you've got a lot more mealworms in there than you expect, that, that temperature is going to increase quite a bit. So one of the routine maintenance things I would recommend, check your, your temps. Um, you know, every couple weeks, maybe after you change your trays, you've got some things going on, just do a quick check. Um, add that into to your process overall. Uh, I'll, I'll try to have a video up soon of me doing that, walking through it with the visual. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. One final note, podcast listeners, head over to midwestmealworms.com SMS and check out texting options. The big one right now is weekly deal. Send that over to me and get signed up to get weekly deals texted directly to you from me. Lots of other things that we can text about, mealworms, superworms. Let me know what you're interested in. If you're having problems, whatever it is, I want to hear from you. So head over to midwestmealworms.com SMS and let's get texting. Thank you much for listening. Have a great day.